cannot explain that happens when we proclaim your great name your great name oh Your great name, your great name, King Jesus. No other name, King Jesus. None stronger when we call on you. Things change when we call on your name, your name. No other name, King Jesus. Come on, help me. Much stronger when we call on you. Things change when we call on your name, your name. Come on, sing it with me this morning. There's power in the name of Jesus. Power in the name. Come on. There is power in the name of Jesus. Power in the name. There is power in the name, power in the name, so much power. Come on, hallelujah. There is power in the name, power in the name, so much power. Things change when we call you Jesus.
that we can call on the name of Jesus anytime, day or night. Hallelujah. And when we call him, something happens when we call. Come on, clap your hands this morning and praise him. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Y'all ready? Back up. Let me hear you get your voice clear. Come on. Say, when I call your name. 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 When I call. When I When I call your name, Jesus, Jesus, when I call your name, somebody praise him, give him glory this morning, hallelujah. The devil is a liar and he's already defeated because of the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. That's power in the name. Victory in the name. Healing in the name. Salvation in the name. Whatever we need, we can call on Jesus. Somebody lift your hands and bless him this morning. Hallelujah. Somebody say, Jesus. Woo. One more time, somebody say, Jesus. Ooh. The more I call him, the better I feel. Hallelujah. Somebody clap your hands in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 We here now. We here now. We here now. We just might as well open our mouths and give him a glory. We here now. Woo! Hey, glory! Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We will have our opening prayer and scripture by our own elder Catherine Nelson. Hallelujah. Amen. Bow your heads as we go to the throne room of God. Father, we bless, we praise you, we magnify you, we glorify you. There's none like you. You are the King of kings, you are the Lord of lords, and beside you there's no other, Lord God. We thank you for every breath that we breathe this morning, the activities of our limbs, Lord God. You protected us, Lord God. You caused the angels to encamp round about us last night, didn't allow anything to happen to us, Lord God. And we say thank you. Thank you for your grace and your mercies, oh God. Thank you for your faithfulness, Lord God. Thank you for being here with us, even right now, Lord God. Thank you for the price that was paid at Calvary's cross so that we could come boldly to the throne room of grace and to present unto you just to commune and to fellowship with you, Lord. It is a privilege. It is an honor. And we don't take it for granted, but we say thank you, Lord. We say thank you, Lord. We bless your name, Lord God. We magnify.
glorify you, Lord God. We lift you up, Lord God, from our bellies, Lord God. We reach down, Lord God, and we cry out unto you, Lord God, this day that you've made, Lord, this day that you bless, Lord, this day that you sanctify, Lord God. Hallelujah! Bless your mighty name, Lord God. Ah, thank you, Lord God, that you've caused us to be victorious in you, Lord, because of that precious blood of Jesus that washes and cleanses us from all iniquity, Lord God. And for that, we're grateful that we can even say right now, Lord, wash me one more time. Wash me one more time with the precious blood of Jesus. I may have said something that I shouldn't have said. I may have thought something that I shouldn't have said. I may have acted in a way that I shouldn't have acted, Lord God. Or I may have committed something that I should not have. But Lord God, you told us, Lord God, that Lord, as we confess our sins, that you will forgive us of all iniquities, Lord. You don't only forgive us, Lord, but you cast into the sea of forgiveness, Lord. You don't hang it over our heads and say, you did this yesterday. You did this last year. But because of your grace and mercy, Lord, you wash us, Lord, anew and afresh. And for that, we say thank you, Lord. Thank you for every family that's here under the sound of our voice. Even those that are listening, Lord God, in Facebook land, Lord. Father, we thank you for each one, Lord God. We thank you for our shepherds, Lord. Pastor Ronald, Pastor Karen, Emeritus Pastor Joyce, and for all the pastors throughout the world. Those that have said yes to your call, Lord God. Those that are leading your people, Lord God, that you would bless them, Lord, and continue to lift them up. Meet every need, Lord God. We know there's nothing too hard for you to do. So Father, we thank you for every test. We thank you for every trial. May not feel good, but we thank you, Lord. You said in all things, give thanks, Lord God. So we're thanking you, Lord God. We're not murmuring. We're not complaining, Lord. But we say thank you, Lord. Thank you for the victory that's already won, Lord God. The enemy is defeated, Lord God. And we are victorious in you. Those that are sick in the body, Lord God. We've lifted them up on before, Lord God. And those that we have not. We stand on your promises, and they are yea and amen. Your word has declared that by the stripes of the Lord Jesus, they're already made whole. And Father, we decree and declare in Jesus' name the manifestation of healing even right now from the very bones, Lord God, blood vessels, Lord, arteries, Lord, heart, Lord, muscles, Lord God, every membrane, oh God, line up according to your word, it's already won, it's already won, it's already delivered, Lord, and we thank you for it, oh God, even right now, Lord God, the enemy is defeated, we are victorious in you, and we say thank you, Father, thank you, Lord. Bless your mighty name. Bless the word as it goes forth on today, Lord God. Whatever we do in word or deed, let it be done unto your glory. Hide us behind the cross, Lord God. Bless, Lord God, those that are playing on the instruments, Lord. Every song that's sung, Lord. We give you the praise and the glory in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Give God a praise offering. If he did anything for you, <laughs> did he allow you to get here? Give him a praise offering. <laughs> did you lay down last night and get up? 
Did you open your refrigerator door and able to chew some food? Did you have some running water this morning? Were you able to come up those stairs today? If you did, you owe him some praise. And somebody, you getting ready to hit somebody with your fist? I want you to ball up a fist. Ball your fist up. You scared? You chicken? Ball your fist up. Y'all don't hear me, huh? Ball your fist up. Ball your fist up. You got it, ball? Now I want you to rear back. Rear back, because you're going to really let them have it, OK? This is for the devil who came in this morning <laughs> and thought he was going to be victorious <laughs> and thought he was going to make you give up. <laughs> I want you to rip back and with a Holy Ghost hallelujah, I want you to let him have it. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. out of here the same way you came in. I know that because <laughs> God said it. Hallelujah. I'm going to read the 91st division of Psalm because you are victorious in here. Let me tell you where you are. He said, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will save the Lord. He is my refuge, my fortress, my God, and him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noise and pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flies by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that waits at noonday. A thousand shall fall by thy side, and ten thousand by thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall thy plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up 
in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against the stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and the adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet, because he has set his love upon me. Therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he has known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him, and I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him with long life. I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Hallelujah! Bless you, Lord. Nobody mad but the devil. Amen. I want you to get in the service on this morning. This is 2024. You left 2023 behind. So therefore, in 2023, the Lord was telling me, when you enter 2024, you enter the war zone. When you enter that war zone, he said you've got to press even more harder. Press because the enemy doesn't want you to come out. Press because the enemy wants you to stay behind. Press because you know you've got the victory. No weapon formed against you is going to prosper. Press in Jesus' name. Join New Beginnings, Full Gospel Church at 68 East 92nd Place, where the pastors are Pastor Ronald and Karen Doherty. For those of you in the sanctuary, let me tell you where you are. You're in a place that we praise God. You're in a place that we lift his name up. You're in a place where we're going to magnify him. I'm going to give you two seconds in this place. I want you to give God a praise. A Holy Ghost praise. Get on your feet if you've never done it before. Then give us a praise. I want to thank Pastor Emeritus Joyce for joining us on Facebook Live, Bobby Sanderfer, 
for joining us, Danae Zolakar, Sadi Hill, Christina Nelson, Carol Dean, thank you for joining us. And anyone else is on Facebook Live right now that's joining us, we say thank you for joining us. You could have went somewhere else, but you're in for a treat today. You join New Beginnings. this morning. It's a new year, so we got to press in the praise because our victory is in the praise. Our healing is in the praise. Our deliverance is in the praise. One more time, everybody. Just lift your, lift your hands and praise your God. Come on, let me hear you with the fruit of your lips. Ha, 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 ha. Yes, Lord. Come on, let me hear you. Bless him. Has he been good to you? Has he opened doors for you? Has he made ways for you? Has he prospered your way? Come on. Open your mouth and bless him with the fruit of your lips this morning. Oh, he don't want us to praise him. I will bless the Lord at all times. Praise will continually be, continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make a boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad, and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name. He's been faithful, he's been good, he's been kind. He've healed our bodies and told us to run on. So lift your voice in the presence of the Lord this morning. Lift your hands in the presence of a holy God. Lift your voice. Lift your hands. And bless him, bless him, bless him. His presence is here. 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 Depression has to go because his presence is here. Pain got to move because his presence is here. Anxiety got to go because his presence is here. His presence is here. In the presence of the Lord, there is fullness of joy. 
and at his right hand there are pleasures forevermore. Just one more time, everybody, just lift your hands. It's just you and God right now. Hallelujah. And with the fruit of your lips, I want you to speak well of him. Speak well of what has God done for you that you can give him the glory for? Because nobody can praise him for you. Only you know where God has brought you from. Hallelujah. Come on, open your mouth this morning. Let me hear you. Bless the Lord. Good. 
to me, 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 me. Let's go to the fast. So many doors you open. So many ways you made. So many times you healed me. Hey. You've been better than good to me. Hey. So many doors you open. So many ways you made. So many times you touched me. <laughs> yes, Lord. Yes. You've been better than good. So many, so many doors you open. Let me hear you. So many times you healed me. Many times you healed me. You've been better than good to me. You've been better than good to me. Come on. You've been better than good to me. <laughs> yes. You've been better than good to me. You've been better than good to me. You've been better than good. Hey, hey, hey. You've been better than good. You saved my life. <laughs> Walk me out in the nick of time. You saved my soul. You made me whole. You healed my body and told me to run on. And I praise your name, 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 praise your name. You've been good to me. been so good thought I was gonna be on the fifth floor Lord you've been good you made the crooked places straight in my life and I praise you I praise you I praise you I praise you for where you brought me from and where you're taking me to You've been 
Anybody with me this morning? So good. I'm overwhelmed by your goodness. I'm overwhelmed because you didn't have to do it, but you did. I'm overwhelmed by your goodness, Lord. For the rest of my life, I'll serve you. For the rest of my life, I'll praise you. For the rest of my life, I'll give you the glory. You've been just that good. You've been so good. Everybody lift your hands to me. Come on, if you he's been good to you, let me hear you. Let me hear the people praise the Lord. Let all the people praise him. Lift your voice in the sanctuary and bless him. You can't lift your voice at work and sometimes you can't even lift your voice at home. But listen, you're in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. You thank you for your goodness and your mercy toward us. All of my life you've been faithful. And all of my life you've been so good. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. It's been good. He's been good. We're getting ready to receive the word of God presented by our own Pastor Ronald Dorn. I'm going to ask everyone if you would. I'm going to ask everyone if you would stand at this time to receive the pastor of this church, an anointed man of God. God placed in this place, in this vicinity for all of us. Receive now, Pastor Ronald O. Doherty, with a hearty deliverance of amen. I want you to go down deep so that he will be able to come up and deliver what God has given him. All together. that I serve a God who has been so good to me, to me. Have your seats if you would, please. We serve a great God. We serve a great God. And over and over and over again, he continues to be good to us. Good to us. Good to us. Good to us. And we are indeed grateful for his goodness to me. His goodness, his goodness, his goodness, his goodness. His goodness to me. So we bless him and we honor him and we thank God for each of you who are here today to, to uh, enjoy fellowship one with the other and to spend time in the presence of the Lord. Spend time in the presence of the Lord. It's a place where you can be changed and built up and strengthened and all of those things. So we come into the house 
of God. A holy place. Why? Because he's here. Because he's here. Because he's here. Where whatever our situations is, it can be changed because we're in his presence. If we open up ourselves to him and 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 really kind of realize that his goodness has brought us to this place and to this point. Because there's been a lot of things that we faced should have took us out a long time ago. But he's been good. He's been good. You've got friends who have fallen by the wayside. You've got those who you spoke to maybe a couple of weeks ago and you called them, but there's no answer now because they're no longer here. He's been good to you. Even because you not that you should be shouldn't be sad for their lives and things of that nature, but he's despaired. He has spared your life, given you another day to get things right, to get things in place with him, to experience his goodness. Amen. You may not have everything you want right now, but you're still living. That means there's still an opportunity and chance for you to receive and become all that God has for you to be. He is good to us, and we want to be those who show our gratitude by how we serve God and by the things that we do uh, to show him. It's, it's like when somebody does something beneficial for you. You were, you were down and out, didn't have, you know, and whatever the situation was, and they came along, saw your situation, and helped you out. Every time you see them just about, you remember, you re, you're reminded of it, and you begin to thank them and try to find a way to do something, not that you can pay them back, but to show them your gratitude. Because they didn't have to do that. God is faithful to continue to do the various things that we need done, and when every time we get an opportunity and chance, we ought to be those who are willing to show our gratitude. To show our gratitude. Because he's been good to me not 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 just because I decided to serve him because in my own life I look back when I was when my head was nowhere near God my desire was not in his direction at all but I remember situations that you know you know somewhere along the line you know you heard it from somebody when you got in the tight you said oh God and he got no relationship with him. oh God Lord if you get me out of this know what he did he did and as soon as you got out you forgot what you said <laughs> went on about your life but the next time he showed up again he showed up again so we're grateful to the God who consistently shows us his love. And because I now recognize his goodness to me, now I want to do something to show him my gratitude. Because you didn't have to. You didn't have to. You didn't have to. You didn't have to. But you did. So how can I thank you? What can I do to, in, 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 from, from my side, feel like I'm giving something back to you for what you did for me. So I seek to serve him. Now, I don't get it right all the time. But when I mess up, I try it again. Because he keeps being good to me. So I keep striving. I keep trying to do those things that make him glad. Or in, in my mind, <laughs> makes him have a reason for sparing my life. 
you've given me another chance. So today we are grateful to be a part and to be in a space and place where we can show God gratitude. The scripture said, let everything that had breath. You still breathing? You better because you're looking at me. And if you, and if you ain't something, something wrong here, <laughs> let everything that had breath praise the Lord. Give God thanks that you are still breathing. So we're grateful today and we're thankful to God for what he is making happen in our lives as we serve and trust him. He's a great God and we're grateful. We thank God for each of you who are here and those of you on via Facebook and YouTube, however you're seeing us. Thank you for joining in and tuning in with us on today. We're grateful for your uh, uh, choosing to spend this time with us on today. We've got a couple of members who are not here because of various reasons. Uh, got a couple of calls this morning or texts, uh, you know, different ones wasn't feeling too good in their bodies. And my encouragement to you is if you're not feeling good, don't come here. Don't come here. Let's stay home. Get under the cover. Whatever. <laughs> get better. Amen. We will pray for you. We will pray for you. We will pray for you. So don't be, you know, sometimes we feel an obligation. And I understand it. I understand it. God's been good to me. I've been pressed my way to work and all that type of stuff. And Sunday, you know, I should be at church. So let me kind of press my way. And, 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 you know, I've been there, done that. And we'll do it again. God is concerned. You know, this ain't the only place you can serve him or worship him. You can do it at home. If you're at home getting better, amen. And we want you to get better so that when you come to the house of God, you can give it everything you got. Amen. Because he deserves that. So we've encouraged some of them to kind of take, take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. Get yourself together, then come on back and we'll have a good time and that type of deal. But, you know, tune in on Facebook or YouTube or however you go get us. Don't sleep through us, please. <laughs> amen, amen. But God is good and, we, and he's faithful. So we thank God we're praying for uh, our, our Deacon Dion who wasn't feeling too good yesterday. So I encouraged him. I told him, I don't want to see you tomorrow. Ah. So I told his wife, don't let him come here. Make him stay home. Amen. And different ones uh, who, are, who are not feeling well. We know we've been praying for Elder Larry and the various ones who, who are dealing with difficulties in their bodies or just difficult circumstances. We hold them up in prayer. We hold them up in prayer. God's going to work it out. They're going to come back with a testimony and we all going to shout. Amen. Amen. But we're grateful and we praise God for his blessings, for his goodness. So for those who are not here, as you look around and see, remember to lift them up in prayer. Amen. We don't always know the circumstances, but God does. You talk to God about it, God will handle the situation. He knows how to do what he's doing, and he does it well. But for each of you who are here, we just, we are grateful to God. And for all those who have your Bibles, we're going to get right into the word of God so we can get down the way, up the road, or wherever we're going. Amen. Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. We read a few verses of this, uh, not last Sunday. Last Sunday, we were not... Well, y'all saw us, if you tuned into Facebook. Amen. It was a good service. I enjoyed it as, as I watched it with everybody else because the weather was, was 
The weather was really bad. And Sister Sardia, I'm sorry we didn't call you earlier. I'm sorry, I apologize, but there was no way I was going to have y'all come out here next Sunday. It wasn't happening. I stepped, I had to go take care of some, some stuff to make sure things were right in the church, and I stepped out the door, and I'm like, oh, Jesus. No, 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 <laughs> it's too cold. I ain't having nobody come here. So, I, you know, for those of you tuned in on and watched the, the service last Sunday, we wasn't in here. It was a, it was a pre-recorded <laughs> service, but I enjoyed the service last week. It was good. Amen. I had a good time. The word was good. Said, that man, yeah, I was like, I was afraid to listen to him because it was me. <laughs> said, okay, 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 but it worked out well. <laughs> it worked out well, but we're here today, and we're here to rejoice in the God of our salvation. We give him the praise of today, but last, the first Sunday, the, you will start out in the book of uh, Romans chapter 8, and we're right back there. We're going to pick up, uh, we read verse 3 and 4, so we're going to pick up at verse 5, and it says, For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace, because the carnal mind is enmity against God. For it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so be that the spirit of God dwell in you. If any man, now if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. Amen. That's as far as we're reading of the text for this morning. And we just like to take it to thought for today. Where's your head? Or like we say in our neighborhood, where your head at? Where your head at? <laughs> no, where's your head if you want to be grammatically correct and all of that, but from the neighborhood and that we grew up in, where your head at? You know, every now and then we've been with some situations with some people and they did something that was way out the way or something that wasn't conducive to what was going on here. And we looked at them like, where your head at? <laughs> like, you ain't with what's going on. You off somewhere else. Where your, bring it back together. Come back to where we are. So we want to kind of think on this as we're talking today. And, and uh, the first time that we began to talk about it, and our, our, year, our, our theme for this year is that let's grow. We want to grow. And one of the ways that uh, kind of helps us in this development is how we think and what's going on in our heads will help us in our growing process. Just the same way if I'm thinking the wrong things, it can hinder my growth as I'm looking to go forward in some things. So there's, a, there's this, this, this big dynamic in our lives when I'm seeking to please the Lord that I keep my head in the right place that I keep my mind on the right things, that I keep my head going in the right direction. I've noticed this about me and I've noticed it about other people too. You can be walking down a straight path with somebody and as long as you keep your eyes straight forward, you normally walk straight. But as soon as something catches your attention to the side and you are walking continually, but you're looking at that, you, if you look back to where you were, you have veered really off the path because the direction of your head is going to have some leaning as to which way the rest of your body is going to go. 
Sometimes we drive it down the street, and I got my hand on the wheel, and I'm right in my lane, but I, something on the side catch my eye, and I'm looking this way for a minute, and I look back, and I done drifted almost into another lane. Why? Because my head went that way. And because my head went that way, the rest of me wanted to go in that direction. So it's important where I keep my mind when I'm talking about going forward or growing or achieving some things. If I keep my head in the wrong place, I will miss the mark every time. So I've got to keep my, as they would say, I've got to keep my head in the game. Where your head at? Where your head at? What are you thinking about? What are the things that, 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 that have the most influence in your mind? What are the things that stay on your head? Because it, 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 the things that stay on your head are the places and, and stages, stages that you stay in because that's where your head stays. You ain't going to change if your head stays where it is. You're not going to develop and grow if your head stays in the space and the place there it is. If you want to go somewhere, your head has got to go somewhere else. I've got to be able to see it to be able to achieve it. If I don't think it through, if I don't think my way there, if I don't keep my head in it, I'll get discouraged and I will quit it and leave it alone. I've got to keep my head in the game. Where your head at? What's think, what are you thinking about? What's going on in your mind as you look at the things that's, that's going on? The scripture encourages us in, in Philippians 2 and 5, says, let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. God, off, right off the bat, has given us a clue as to how to become what he wants you to be. Keep your mind the way that Jesus kept his mind on the things of God, on the pursuing God, moving in that direction. Jesus said, I don't do nothing unless the Father show it to me. I only do what he say do. I only go where he say. In other words, I keep my head connected with him so that what I do and where I go can be where he wants me to do it, where he wants me to go. And the way that I get there is I keep my head there. I keep my head that so if I'm going to develop and grow and be what God wants me to do I've got to be in the space and place where I keep my head where it needs to be we talked on the first Sunday about this battle with the flesh our thing was flesh you're not the boss of me God created us he made this body he made this flesh and as he made it and as he created it he stepped back and said it was all good and it was we were in line with God. We were in tune with God. We were in sync with God. Whatever God said, that's what we did. If he said don't do it, we didn't do it. That's how man was created, to be God, like God. God in, my, in God's image and in his likeness. So man was so connected with God that if God said don't do a thing, then, then the thought of man towards him, we talked about it on the first Sunday, that the thought of man was in the opposite direction of what he said don't. Now, if he said don't go that way, then I'm going this way. It shows out so much so that when the serpent came to tempt Eve, that he said, did, what, what did God say, that you can eat of all the trees? He said, yep, all the trees except for the tree of, of the knowledge of good and evil. They knew where it was. They knew that God had forbidden it. They stayed so far away from it that they didn't even realize what it looked like or what it was all about because when the enemy began to talk to them about the eating the fruit thereof, she, she looked at it and saw that it was desirable. It didn't change what it looked like. It had been that way all along. But because God said no, they stayed as far away from it as they could. 
Because they were so in sync with God, this flesh that they had was so connected with God that whatever God wanted, that's what they wanted to do. It was the enemy that brought that to her attention. Look at the tree. Don't it look good? Listen, if you eat of that fruit of that tree, you will be like God to know good and evil. It was the enticement of the enemy that pulled Eve in the direction that she was. And when she ate, she gave to Adam. And it says at that point, their eyes were open and they began to, they died spiritually. Their connection with God was being severed. Because now they were going in the direction away from the plan and the purpose of God for their life. So when that happened, it began not only to separate them, but it also began to, uh, uh, what, the, what the enemy began to see is that in this flesh, if I show it the right thing, if I make it aware of the things that I want to, if I, if I bring to its attention the various things, then I can lure them away by what they see. Make them want something else. Make them desire something else. And that was this cool. When sin came in this life, it began to corrupt this flesh where it was no longer attached to God like it was before. No longer in line with the things of God like it was before. Yes, a God conscious, but not really connected. And the enemy began to see that if I want to get them away from God, then the only thing, the thing that I have to do is lure them or send something their way that would attract them in, in the way that it would captivate their minds. So much so that they will want to have it or they will desire to have it. So this flesh became, uh, from, the, from, from the side of the enemy, the way to get this flesh away from God is to put things before it that would be tempting to it. We talked about that there's no man, that's, that God doesn't tempt any man, but we are, when we're tempted, we're drawn away of our own lust. Have you ever been driving down the way, walking down the way, a billboard catches your eye, and you see something on that billboard that you ain't, never, you ain't even thought about that, but it caught your eye. Whether it was the color, whether it was doing some flashing or whatever, it caught your attention. And when it caught your attention, it planted something in your mind and you leave that sign, but you're still thinking about what you saw. Got in your mind. There are some things that, 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 that we, <laughs> we try to, it's, it, Whenever you try to do a thing, whenever you make up your mind to do a thing, have been any of it, and I'm not just talking about fasting or whatever, but you, you decide to go somewhere, you just want to be something, and, 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 you, and you got a direction that you want to go, and you put the goal out that you want to do. As soon as you make it up your mind that that's your goal, that you're seeking to uh, uh, strive to, to get to and to achieve, it looks like everything out of the woodwork that goes against it pops up in your way. It ain't like it ain't never been there. But what has happened now, you have set a golden mind, a thing to reach and things of that nature, and the enemy makes sure that everything that will hinder you from getting there is what you see. Been there all along, but it never caught your attention. Some years ago, we, when we were living in Texas, I, I, I purchased, and we, we, we needed a car, and, and I was, wasn't running to it. I went to a, a car lot, and they showed me this uh, a Buick Rendezvous. Uh, I, I got one out there. This Buick Rendezvous. And, and I looked at this car and said, I ain't never seen no car like this when they started making these. The car itself, the one we were looking at was already six years old. 
And I'm thinking like, how come I ain't never seen no car like this before? I liked it and everything. We wound up buying it. I drove off the lot with it. I saw 12 on the way home. I'm like, where they been? Where they been? They been there all along. But now, because I've been uh, uh, introduced to one, now it catches my attention. So what the enemy does to get us off track from the things that he wants us to, 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 to uh, what we're striving to get to is that he puts something in our mind that keeps catching our attention. Been there all along. We never paid it no attention at all because it ain't had nothing to do with us. We ain't had nothing to do with it. But now I've got a goal in mind. Now this thing becomes a hindrance to me because every time I look around, it's over there, it's over there, it's over there, it's over there. And it keeps my attention from where I'm trying to get to. And it hinders my progress. So the enemy knows that the way to get me off track is to get something else on my mind other than my goal. If he can get my mind plagued or filled with something else, he will keep me hindered from reaching where I'm trying to get to. So he works on me by putting things in my head or putting things in the way of me so that my head gets caught up in that. And I don't reach my goal. Mm. Mm. So this flesh gets corrupted or my, 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 my targets get, gets blurred and I get distracted because of the things that are around me. Y'all got some things around y'all? <laughs> no, I ain't talking about your kids, no. No, no, no. There's some things that, yeah, they popped up, but there's some things that popped up. <laughs> ah! <laughs> but when I'm striving to get to the place that God wants me to be, and I'm striving to grow and develop, I've got to be on guard to, 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 to put a guard or, or covering over my mind. Or else I'm going to be hindered in my growth. There's a verse in Ephesians 4 and 27 says, Neither make place for the devil. I've got to know that the enemy is going to try to get me and try to pull me away and get in my head, get, get, get in my head. So I've got to be on guard that I don't make no place for him. I don't open up any gates for him. When he seeks to uh, distract me or pull me aside, I've got to say to him, you know, and realize what that is and turn away from Make no place for the enemy. Make no place. Neither give space. Don't do nothing that, that, that entertains. Don't allow those things to entertain your mind or your thoughts. But so you can keep on, keep on track and keep in, 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 in the right place. One of the things that, I, that, I, that I've got to do, some, this, thing, this happened to us a couple of years ago. Uh, uh, my brother that lives in Atlanta and, and our family, when we were in Texas, we would get together periodically for Christmas and spend Christmas together. We went to Atlanta, they came to Texas, and, and that type of deal. And one of the things that we did on Christmas Day, we all went to the movie. And I know that we had a, uh, one night we were going to the movie, we were trying to figure out what we are going to go see, and... And, 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 and Karen and my sister-in-law and others, they said they wanted to go see The Great Debater that was out there. And the other movie that was out was I Am Legend. Me and my brother wanted to see I Am Legend. We talked the rest of the family into seeing I Am Legend. We got in I Am Legend and Karen was doing all of this. 
I enjoyed the movie. <laughs> but it got so that when we left the movie and went back to the house, after sitting up a little while, I was able, I got up and went on to bed. Karen and them couldn't go to bed because I Am Legend was in their heads. They had to turn on the TV and watch something funny to change the image of their mind so now they can go to sleep. And oftentimes what happens to us in the various places and spaces that we get into, some of the stuff that we, that's going on around us is not in line with where I'm trying to get to or where I'm trying to go. And because I'm inundated with the whole day with all of this stuff going on in my head, when I get home, I got to realize that I have been pushed in on every side with all this other stuff. Now what I got to do is do something to get my mind back on track. And for a lot of us, we don't do the get back on track mind part. We just let those things ruminate and marinate in our minds before we know we're affected by it over and over again. But I've got to realize that when, I, when I've been inundated with stuff, because I can't get away from everything. Some things I'm going to be exposed to as I go along. But because I do have a goal in mind, when I get by myself or get into a, a space and place of safety, then I've got to get my mind back on track. Or I'm going to miss what I need to get to because all this other stuff. So there has to be this uh, 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 thing in me that realizes and, and, and understands that when all these things, these, ha these things are happening around me, don't make no space for the devil. Get your mind back to where it needs to be because it's going to pull you away. And you're not going to grow because of all these other things around you. So I'm inundated with all of this stuff that's going on around me. I've got to, as they would say, detoxify my mind. Some of us have grown up and there's some things that were revolting to us when we saw it. You eat that. And every time you see it, you're like. But if they keep showing it to you over and over again, you ain't as ugh. You may not eat it, but you're not as repulsed by it as you once were before. Why? Because you keep seeing it. It keeps getting a space and place in your mind. And where you was a 10 that you didn't like it before, now it's a 3. Still don't like it, but it ain't like I used to. And it's only because you've been over and over being saturated in your mind with the image of that thing or, or that type of thing. So in order to keep it as a 10, when I see it, I got to turn to something that, that's opposite of that so that it counteracts and I begin to stay with the same repulsed about it. But too often we... we, 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 we we're trying to do the right thing, and there's so much stuff around us that's bombarding us. That, that used to repulse me don't repulse me no more. Not like it used to. It's all because my mind has been exposed to it in such a degree that I have not done anything to counterbalance it. Getting my head back in space. Jesus began to tell the disciples about, you know, what, the thing that Jesus did as they were doing the very thing that they were doing. Every now and then Jesus would say, come on, fellas, let's, let's just go aside. Let's go into the mountains. Pull you away from all of this so I can get your head back to where it needs to be. Because this stuff will illly affect you. And not just it'll illly affect you in the wrong way. Sometimes the success, when he sent them out uh, two by two and they went to cast out devils and all of this stuff like that. And they came back with testimony. Listen, the devils were subject to us. And we did that. And he said, no, no, come on, we need to go back. 
Because not only the ill, the, 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 the bad things will di di uh, disrupt your mind and thoughts, even the good things will start happening. You're thinking more highly of yourself. So Jesus would do with them this, this detoxifying or getting your mind back to where it needs to be. Because if I don't do that, you're going to get off track. Peter got off track when Jesus started talking about what he had to suffer and things of that nature. And Peter was once said, listen, I will die for you. And Jesus began to talk about where he's going to Jerusalem and what he's going to suffer. And Peter grabbed him and said, no, 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 that ain't happening to you. Jesus looked at Peter and said, what did he say? Satan, get thee behind me. I know where I'm going. I know what the path is. I know what the track of God is. And what you're saying, although it may be appeasing or appealing to me, I can't let this get in my mind. Satan, get thee behind me. Let me keep my head in the right place so I can get to where I'm trying to get to. So I've got to do the stuff that I need to to keep my mind right. Because the, as the scripture said in Proverbs uh, 23 and 7, for as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. In other words, and, and that heart is in, 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 right here is interchangeable with the word mind. It's meaning the same thing. So what, whatever is going on in your thinking, it's what you're going to become. And you got to be sure that you keep your mind in the right place and not let things so, so bombard your head and that you don't do it, nothing to, 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 to counteract it that that, that thing can, can begin to overtake you and overwhelm you and this becomes all that you think about. And it pulls you, and it pulls you, and it pulls you. So I have to be going, begin to do those things that will help me to get my head in the right space and place so I can become and be what God has called me to be and do those things that God has called me. So a part of my growing is to keep my mind right. Don't let it just flow off to this or don't let it just flow off to that, but keep my head in the direction that I want to go. Keep doing the right things about the things that I want to do so that I can be benefited and, and go on the way that I need to go. So as we're striving to serve God and do what's right in the sight of God and we're growing and developing God, we're gonna, we'll take this analogy and we'll just kind of move on from that. I was thinking about the, the, the kids. I, I just saw, you know, shall they pick up Onyx and he's standing on the seat. I think about the kids when they're young and, and they're babies and stuff like that and they, 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 they moving their arms and legs, but they, as far as them being mobile, going anywhere, it don't really happen. But then they learn how to crawl and get around and stuff like that. But then they start learning how to walk and that thing of walking uh, is, 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 you know, they, they'll pull up on the table, get their feet under them, but they ain't letting go of the table. So they walk around the table holding on, holding on. But the thing that keeps them wanting to progress with this walking is not necessarily that, you know, because, you know, you the one that set them in the middle of the floor and they're doing this. They didn't set themselves because <laughs> they reached up for something to hold on to. But every now and then we set them in the middle of the floor. We say, come on, come on, come on. And sometimes they'll take a step or two and then they'll fall. And the falling is, is kind of devastating to them. And they sometimes they'll sit there and they'll cry and stuff like that and reach out their hands like, come get me, come get me, come get me. And you will think that, you know, in the middle of that, and you, and you come pick them up and try to stand them up again, but they sit right back down because, no, no, we ain't doing that again because that's going to make me fall. 
But after a while, they get to the space and place where, you know, they may be on the table and you start beckoning them and they may start taking a few steps on their own to do that. This is their development and this is what, what's happening and the, as they're growing and going forward. And every now and then they fall, but sometimes they get up again. And I'm wondering, so, so what makes them want to get up again? So what makes them get up again? One, because they, they do want to walk. Why do they want to walk? Because they see everybody else walking. And they say to themselves that if you can do it, then I can do it too. The thing that will stop them from trying to walk if nobody else walked around them. If they were not exposed to walking, then they wouldn't want to walk because that's not what they see. And this thing of us striving to, to be, and one of the things that the, where the enemy kind of gets us a lot of times, when I'm giving my life to the Lord and wanting to do the, the right thing because of all the stuff that's bombarding me and I'm failing, is that I don't stay around people who are walking. <laughs> I want to walk, but I don't stay a, a long enough around the people who are walking so the desire to walk kind of abates and wanes because I don't see it happening. So when I'm, when I'm striving to be what God wants me to be, I got to be around people who is doing the God thing. Because when I fail, when I fall, when I look at them and they're still walking, they're saying, I can get to this, I can do this, and I get up and try it again. So oftentimes when the enemy has put something in my mind and, it, and it's away from where I'm trying to get to and I fail, sometimes he wants to pull me away from those who are doing it. Because if he can keep me away, then I won't desire to do that no more. But if I stay in the congregation of the upright, if I stay around the people who are doing it, I may have fallen, but I'm getting up again. Because my goal is to overcome this. My goal is to walk in this thing. And the thing that's happening is that in my mind, I'm seeing myself walking. In my mind, I see myself achieving in my mind, I see myself overcoming. Why? Because I see achievers. I see overcomers. I see victors. I see ones who have come out of what I'm in right now. And if they can get out, if I stay around them long enough, I'm getting out too. So I got to stay in a place where my mind is constantly being inundated with the positive things and getting up again and trying it again and Go for it again. Let this mind that was in Christ Jesus. You fail or you fall trying to do the right thing and you say, well, ain't no need to try it no more. Listen, stay around the ones who walking because it's going to make you get up again. <laughs> stay around the folk that's doing it. It's going to make you try again. Because it's keeping that image in your mind and as he thinketh in his heart, so will he become. So will he do. So will he operate. The scripture that we read in Romans says, listen, the carnal mind is enmity against God. It's, a, it's against the things of God. So I can't let the carnality of this world Abide in my mind. I gotta stay around those who are spiritually minded so I can grab the spiritual mind and let it stay in my head. It says the carnal mind can't even please God. 
So I can't serve God and stay in uh, allowing all these other things to bombard my head and stay there. I've got to counteract it with something that's positive and something that's building, being around those who will encourage me in the things of God so that I can become what God wants me to be. The enemy tries to pull us away and cause other things to grab our minds and grab our attention, but I got to snap my head right back and say, no, 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 I'm going this way. To be spiritually minded gives me life and it gives me victory over this flesh that keeps getting pulled by the attractions and the advertisement as I'm going down the way. Let this mind be in you that's also in Christ Jesus. Don't entertain those things. And, and if you just happen to have, happen, happen to have been in that environment a whole day or whatever, when you get by yourself, get your mind back on the right thing. Get in the word. Let it fill your mind. Get in the presence of God. Let it fill your mind. Get in the, uh, among the, the, the fellowship of the brethren. Let it fill your mind. Because it's going to help you get to the next space and place that God has for your life. Yeah, I'm trying to grow in God. And the thing and the way that I help myself grow is to keep my head in the right place. Where your head at? Where your head at? your thoughts what's going on up there is it toward the things of God and achieving or is it a bunch of other stuff that got your head listen last week we talked about uh, I mean the, uh, the first Sunday we talked about this flesh and having this battle against the flesh and, and trying to overcome this flesh but we also talked about that Jesus came in the likeness of sinful flesh Jesus came and said, Look, you can't do this. Let me show you how it's done. Let me conquer this thing so that you can know you can conquer it too. Let me come just like you are. Born. Walked among men. In all places he was tempted just like you are, yet without sin. Didn't let it get to him because he kept his head. Where God is. How do I please the Father? How do I walk? He said, Lord, I come in the volume of the book to do thy will. Keep my head in the right place. So that as I'm struggling in this life, as I'm going forward, when I face, when I, when I come to hiccups, when I come into obstacles that may distract me or pull me aside and I may fall, I don't stay there because I keep looking around for the people that's walking. Listen, all I need to see is two of y'all. <laughs> you still walking? Let me get up and try it again. Because if you walking, if you overcoming, if you've gotten victory, let me get that in my head. Because the same God who did it for you, he'll do the same for me. Where your head at? Where your head at? Where your head at? Where your head at? Yeah, you got a lot of distractions. Yes, you got a lot of reason for not going forward. But you got one better reason for going forward. <laughs> I want to walk. Tired of crawling. Tired of scooting. If they can walk, then I can walk too. Let me not let this distraction get in Telling me I can't when God says I can. 
who report you going to believe? Somebody wrote a song and said, we're going to believe the report of the Lord. As I trust God and I put in, push in his direction and keep that in my head. As I said before, I go in the direction of my head. I keep pushing in the direction of my head. Where your head at? Keep your head in the right place. Eventually, you'll get to the right place. God will help you overcome. You will be victorious because that's his desire and design for you. If we walk in the spirit, if we walk in doing those things of God, if we not yield to the flesh, if I, if, I, if I flip the switch, go from the carnal mind to the spiritual mind, feed that spiritual thing, feed that spiritual, feed that spirit, feed and we said that, I think we said it on the first Sunday about the, the two wolves inside of every person. Did we say that? Did we talk about that? Y'all remember? You didn't. Let me say it real, real quick. So, so, the, so, so, so the, 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 the Indian chief is talking to his grandson, and he's telling his grandson that inside every person there are two wolves. One is evil and wants to only do vile, deadly, dangerous things. And one is good, wants to do peace and all that. And he said they are fighting. And he left it at that. The grandson looks at him after a few minutes and says, Grandpa, which one wins? And the grandfather said, the one you feed. The one you feed. The one you feed. So if I want to be spiritually minded, I got to feed that one. I've got to give it what it needs. I've got to get in the word. I've got to get in the presence of God. Because if I don't feed him that other one, Sometimes that's why my struggle is as strong as it is. I ain't been feeding the right one. I ain't been feeding the right one. But if I feed the spirit, we read it, the carnally mind is enmity. It's, in other words, it's against God. It's fighting to win. But the spiritual mind is life and peace in God. Which one you feed? Which one you feed? Where your head at? Where your head at? Jesus rose up from the grave. After going through this life and all the challenges that he faced, yet not sinning, and because he did, he got victory over the grave. And he came back to his disciples as they were gathered and said, all power is in my hands. And you know what? I give it to you. In other words, just like I have come through, I make it available for you to do the same thing. Where your head at? Where your head at? I keep my mind on those things. Philippians 4 and 8 begins to tell us what to eat. It's, it's, it's good to have a test and then them give you the answers to the test. It's good when you go in there, and, 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 and I remember taking the test in the class, and I was perplexed because all them questions and, and all that stuff that there that I was kind of looking over. I, some I remembered, and some I didn't, and stuff like that, and I'm, I'm tripping because it's a hard test. And, and then the teacher said, it's an open book test. <laughs> in other words, pull your book out and open it up. Find your answer and put it down. Philippians 4, they said, finally then, 
whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are pure. And he goes in the name, all those different things. And then he says to you, think on these things. And later on, he, he, as the verse kind of continues down the next verse, he said, those things that you have read and known and heard of me do, and the God of peace <laughs> will keep your heart and mind. What's in your head? What's in your head? What's in your head? Get your thoughts in the right place. Yes, temptations are all around. Yes, troubles are all around. Yes, all kind of crazy stuff is all around. But you can do like my cousin told me one time. If you don't like what's on Channel 5, change the channel. That makes sense. I ain't got to stay on Channel 5 unless that's the only channel I got. But if I got options, I can turn the channel. When my head is in the wrong place and I understand it and realize it, and the way I realize it is by the actions that are taking place in my life. When my head is in the wrong place, turn the channel. Get back in touch with the things of God. Let it fill your heart and mind. So you can overcome and what you are striving to get to will ultimately be the place that you arrive where you're headed where you're headed where you're headed where you're headed set it in the things of God and you will overcome let's pray Father we bless you we thank you, we give you glory and honor and praise for what you've given us to share on today. And we thank you, Lord, for the various things that you do to get us in the right space and place so that we can accomplish your will and your purpose. The enemy of our lives, the devil, the one who does not want to see us connected with you, who does not want to see us doing the right things, who does not want to see us walking the right way, souls, souls and throws all types of distractions in our way, advertising to get our attention, to get our heads somewhere else other than you. And oftentimes he's successful because he shows it over and over again and we forget to detox. So some of our lives have been trapped and we've been sna uh, snared by the various things going on but you came in the likeness of sinful flesh that you might conquer sin in the flesh so that we don't have to be trapped by the lures of this life. All we need to do is keep our minds, our hearts on you. So today, Lord, we ask you that if our heads are snared and entangled with the wrong things, that you would free us in our minds and help us to find that spiritual channel where you are, where you're presence is, God, where your word is, where life is, God, where there are those around, around us, oh God, who are walking out your will and your purpose so that we can be, oh God, influenced by their lives and our heads can see this different thing that you are pulling us to. So be our strength today and help us to get our heads in the right place. You are our victory and today we close the door and we make no space or place for the devil. We turn our minds towards you. 
those things that are just, those things that are pure, those things that are righteous, those things that are lovely, those things are a good report. We think on these things so that that peace, your peace, can be with us and we can overcome. Today, Lord, we choose you. Strengthen our minds. Set it in the right thing so we can grow and become what you've planned and purposed our lives to be. As we ask in Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. He's got a better for you. But you got to get your mind there. Get your mind there. Get your mind there. So that you can occupy the space and place this that the devil will continue to tempt continue to flash advertisements flash memories over and over again but every time he flashes I turn my head and I lift up my eyes to the hills from which cometh my help God is there to help us to overcome and he'll do it he'll do it Perhaps there's some here who here in the sanctuary or on Facebook who are not saved and you want to commit your life to God. That's how we get our minds right. I commit my life to him. One reason to commit my life to him is because I didn't jack it up real bad. I should be better. I should be further ahead. When I look at where I am and what I possess on the inside of me, it ain't an equal picture. God's got better. So I turn the control over to him so that he can save my life and put me on track so I can get to where he wants me to be with a right mind. So if you're not saved, you haven't given your life to the Lord, that's where we start. You want to commit your way to him? ready to receive you. The reason that you are feeling that is because he's drawing you. Scripture says no man comes to the Father unless he's drawn by the Spirit of God. And he don't draw you unless he got a plan for you. So if you feel the draw, that means God's got a work for you to do. He's got a plan and a purpose for your life. So just surrender to him and allow him to work it in you. He'll start by getting your head in the right place. Then we work to keep it there. We continue to feed in the word and things of that nature. But it starts with salvation. So if you're not saved in Facebook land or here in the sanctuary, would you just stand with me? And I just want to pray with you. That's all. That's all. I just want to pray. Those of you in Facebook land, I, I don't raise your hand, whatever you Acknowledge that you want to receive him. You can stand in your living room, your bedroom. You can't stand in your car. No, not while you're driving. But just open your heart to Jesus. He wants to receive you. He, he's drawing you. So how do we do that? Simply this prayer. This is, this is what gets us in the door. It says, Lord Jesus, today I open my life to you. I throw open the doors of my heart. And I ask you to come in. I ask that you wash and cleanse my sin. Make me right in your sight. 
from this day forward. Fill me with your spirit so that I can walk out your will, your plan, and your purpose for my life. I surrender to you. Take control and lead me forward. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. As I say all the time, that gets you in the door. When you go to school, first thing you do when you go in the door, right? You can't stay there. You got to go to class. Just going in the door don't get it done for you. You got to go to class. So as you have just gotten come through the door, now it's time to go to class. Go and learn of Jesus. Find if you you know don't belong to a church or if you estranged from your church, get back in there. Start learning about God so you can grow and develop become that that he planned and purpose for your life. He will do it as you push in his, push in his direction. Put your head in. Get it in him. He'll make you a success. God bless you in Facebook land, YouTube. God bless you. We'll catch you on the next time. Have a great day. Come on, give God a praise in the house on today. We bless him. We give him the glory. Amen. Amen. Elder Catherine is coming back. Receive her.